once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Reverend Robert with you. Episode 56 of And Now the Good News, that weekly look at the good news stories that have made it across my desk, and I believe will support you in recognizing that we are truly building a world that works for everyone. First up this day, I'm looking at a story here from Alabama. There's a restaurant there, Drexel and Honeybees. It's in downtown Bruton which is near the Florida border. And the owners, a husband and wife team, Freddie and Lisa Thomas McMillan, they make no profit from their restaurant. 100% of this restaurant is run on donations and 100% of the donations go back into serving people food. There's no cash register. There's no prices. It is completely a pay what you can and don't pay if you can't. It's absolutely an expression of Southern hospitality. I think if we've ever seen one, uh, these folks, I guess, were retired and just always wanted to feed people. So their mission statement is feed the need. And uh, they're doing this now. They've been doing this since before the pandemic started. But once that started, things changed and donations dropped and made it a little bit tougher. They've been pulling from their savings. So there is a place where you can make a donation. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. Make sure you get a chance to do that if you like. Uh, what a great way uh, for people to do what they love and to serve and support their fellow man humanity around them as well. And, you know, it just doesn't stop it with cooking free food. Here's a story. Nurse Stacy Mason saw that uh, there were so many people in her work environment, so many other nurses and doctors that just after long periods in the hospital during COVID, they just couldn't go out and get food or didn't have time to pick up those one or two little essentials. And so she started a pantry in the intensive care unit where she worked. Stacy's a mother of two in Virginia, so I'm sure she has more than enough work to do keeping her family together and, uh, and doing her job. But then she started this food pantry right there in the intensive care unit. Well, it took off and uh, the whole Mary Washington healthcare system is now created a food pantry and, uh, and other goods and sundries for their staff. Uh, other members of the staff have stepped up, of course, and more people are doing it. And now they have a workable pantry. A, you can drop by, pick up something, drop off what you can, pick up what you need. What a great way, working together. Again, humanity, people working together to create this ideal of a world that works for everyone, something different, something new, something we haven't perhaps seen this type of generosity and this type of collaboration before. So kudos to you, Stacy. Thank you for doing this. And hey, big kudos to a couple of young men in uh, Vancouver, 
of Vancouver Island's remote west coast. Zach Regan and Maddie Johnson were planning a little overnight uh, fishing and surfing trip off the island's remote coast. And what happens is as they're rowing out to where they want to be, they see an animal on the shore. It turns out it's a family pet. Uh, they race over and rescue the animal. There's video of this, uh, a video of them featured on the Canadian news. They bring the owner back to the pet, back to safety, and reunite the pet with their owner. This, uh, this dog was lost on this island for three months. He went missing during a family trip and a t family hiking trip. They couldn't find him. The family thought that the poor dog was long gone. Uh, and these two surfers changed their trip, changed everything they were doing to rescue this animal and bring this pet home to its family. Kudos, gentlemen. Good work, good work. And now, these are stories about people doing good work. Let's remember there's companies and organizations out there that are doing good work in the midst of all of this as well. And this next one really caught my eye. Germany's Sono Motors has uh, taken an idea and is going to be the first mass-produced vehicle featuring solar integration to actually reach the market. Their vehicles are going to cost somewhere around 25,000 euros, which is about $29,000 American currently. It's yes, it's an electric car, but here's the trick. The whole car is made of solar panels. They, every panel, the entire exterior shell of the vehicle is made of solar panels. They say they're going to get about 35 mile, uh, kilometers additional range on top of the average 17 kilometers that German commuters are used to. That's like threefold what they originally got is what they'll now get. Being designed and produced in Munich, the prototype uh, has done very well and you can now start ordering these if you're in Germany. Uh, they also have a unique feature, they can charge each other a bi-directional charger. So if you find another Sono Motors vehicle and one of you's got a bigger charge and the other needs more, you can swap power through their bio bi-directional battery system. Pretty cool stuff. I'll make sure the links are in the show notes so you can check on this one as well. And you know, it's not just vehicles, there's gonna be others. Here's another great story, a 3D printer completes the largest printed home in Europe. So these guys set up a 3D printer, uh, it, it's huge, two stories tall, 980 square feet. They did it in just, uh, um, just over three weeks. The gantry is 32 by 32 foot gantry printer, largest of its kind in Europe. Now this was this also, and there's a great video here that shows you how all this is done. Uh, it was never meant to be lived in. It's a prototype. It's meant to prove the idea and to prove the process. And uh, there, it really is pretty simple. You could print quite a few different houses in quite a few in quite a short amount of time. And uh, the material they're using to print it with, it, it's really fascinating. I encourage you, go check out the full story. Check out the video that goes along with that one. Because here we're building houses with a 3D printer, but let's go another step bigger. What if we could produce an inexhaustible form of energy here on planet Earth? Some of you may have heard of nuclear fusion 
as an energy source. Now, remember, that's different than the bombs. That's nuclear fission. Uh, in France recently, back in July, President Emmanuel Macron uh, held a ceremony. We have begun to build, and I say we because there's a number of countries involved in this, China, India, Japan, Korea, Russia, United States, um, 28 of the European Union states, Switzerland's involved. It's a 20 billion euro project, but we're building the world's largest fusion reactor. This thing's massive. And as you read the story, and it's a very complex story, um, the idea is that in about five years from now, and this, this thing's going to require millions and millions and millions of different parts and pieces um, and ways to keep the, the temperature cool in the midst of these incredibly hot reactions. And um, So it's going to take about five years to, to assemble. We've now just started, so this thing could be uh, uh, created, built. The timeline is to have it built by 2025. It won't really start producing power until 2035, however. So uh, if you're listening to this broadcast, most likely you'll be on the planet when uh, this thing starts producing power. Now, there's some other fusion reactors around the world, India, England, uh, that are working on this same concept, much, much smaller. This thing is massive, and it looks to, to create just a huge and a massive amount of power. So check out the article, check out the video on that one. Most of my list, uh, most listeners here know that we get most of our stories over at the goodnewsnetwork.org, great folks over there, and they share a lot of good information. I encourage you to take a look at them, and uh, they often have the videos that go along with these stories that'll let you take a look at that as well. All right, other, another great story in the corporate world, uh, Apple has announced that they are prepared to, to be everything, like every, their entire supply chain, everything they do, everything they create to be carbon neutral by 2030. And this is a huge undertaking. It's moving them in the direction of uh, just the amount of recycling of old parts and and all, and rare earth minerals and materials. There is so much happening to so many moving parts, so many ways to make this thing happen. And yet Apple is making that commitment. Uh, so kudos kudos to the company let's see how they do they have a great record in moving things forward as well another great story now here we've got all these great ideas but none of this is going to happen if we don't have the people and people working on the ideas and ways to help uh you know education and ways to uh bring new people into these ideas philadelphia is doing something pretty special they want to make sure that all of their K through 12 students have internet access. And so they've created a partnership, PHL Connect ED. It will connect eligible student households with two years of free high-speed internet, no out-of-pocket costs or installation fees. They're using Comcast's Internet Essentials program uh, and uh, or a high-speed modem hotspot, making sure that everybody all their kids have access to high-speed internet and that is we want to uh, they said is the first stage Phil connect ED is the first stage of the city's larger digital equity initiative to support digital literacy and access for all Philadelphia student residents 
The bulk of the funding is being provided by private foundations, including $7 million from Comcast NBC Universal, Universal Foundation, a million each from the William Penn Foundation and the Philadelphia School Partnership. Others are involved. The city will be throwing in a couple of million dollars uh, from their CARES Act funding. That way they don't dip into their general fund. And Mayor Jim Kenney said it was a transformational moment triggered by the pandemic and the program will go a long way to closing the digital divide. And there it is, another good story coming from this pandemic, something that may not have happened if it weren't for this wild and crazy experience that we're all going through together. Here's another one and our final story today that we might not have known about. Uh, there's a new study out that's been using satellite mapping technology and what they believe is there are about 20% more emperor penguin colonies in Antarctica than we per previously believed. 20% more colonies. They found 11 new breeding colonies. Three of these were previously identified but never confirmed. So uh, we had an idea this was happening. That means that the global census is 61 colonies around the continent. I trust you've seen many of the more recent stories about emperor and penguins and animated movies and such for children. Uh, but for the last 10 years, the British Antarctic Survey have been looking for new colonies by searching for their guano stains on the ice. Their lead author, Dr. Peter F Fretwell, said this is an exciting discovery. The new satellite images of Antarctica's coastlines have enabled us to find these new colonies. Using technology to find the colonies. Great work, folks. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for doing that kind of work and making sure that we know life continues on planet Earth. We are here to be a part of that. We are here to be a transformational aspect of that. And I want to thank you for being a part of this with us here today. All right, that's all I've got for this week. That's the good news. We'll be back again next week with more good news stories. And if you hear of any good news you'd like us to cover on this program, please send an send a email, info at ntmedia.org. That's info at ntmedia.org. And we might just feature your story on an upcoming episode. Until next time, folks, peace and blessings. Go forth and be love. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.